0: By the way, Thursday night, what a sweet presence of God here in this place, Hallelujah! Oh, last Thursday night had a baptismal service. Sister Elise was Alicia was baptized We're over here on Thursday night. Praise God! Never know what's going to happen. Amen. I'd like to show her off a little bit on Sunday in front of everybody, but uh, she her work schedule. Uh, she was uh you couldn't get here so she had to get here Thursday so we're glad to do it presence of the Lord moving in this house Joshua the book of Joshua chapter 1 verse number 3 just one verse hallelujah I want to just leave this with you and again I may just skip around a little bit may not uh, use all of my notes today but just just leave you a little word I don't know what people do without God, without, I don't know what, and, I hear, and, and, and church, somebody says, I, I love God, but I don't go to church, or I'm spirit, listen, that's impossible, this is God's house, it's where God, oh yeah, I know God's omnipresent, but he meets with us in a more powerful way when we come to the house of the Lord, thank God for those of you who have made commitments to God and to yourself, I'm going to church. Thank, thank God for those of you who are not holy rollers. Unless you're sick or out of town or working, you're here. We, 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 you can't just roll over and go back to sleep because you don't feel good. You don't do that on your job. Why didn't you come to it? No, you have to have a doctor's excuse in a lot of companies. If you, Oh, I just felt bad. That don't count. doesn't count with God either. Amen. Joshua 1 and 3. Every place. That the sole of your foot shall tread upon. That have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. In other words, what I told Moses, it just continues on. And I'll just tell you another little thing. Amen. From Joshua, amen, right on to us today, right on the end through the New Testament in the grace dispensation, that still counts right there. Wherever we put the sole of our foot, God promises, that some of us hadn't put our foot down yet. Some of, some of us are still kind of shifting and moving around. We hadn't settled yet. But God said, when you put your foot down, when you finally make up your mind, when you decide who you're going to be and what you're going to be and what you're going to do and in some cases what you're not going to do, that's when God said, you know, that's when it's going to belong to you. I, I'm going to sign it over to you when you finally make up your mind. Can, can somebody just get with me just a little bit here? Anybody got their mind made up? Anybody decided we're going to live for God? We, we're going to do this thing. That's when God's going to move up. But some, some of us had not decided yet. Well, I'm going to try this out. They're going to do like my kids laugh at me about school, my first day of school. My kids still, I forget about telling those stories. Man, it was was like months, man. I'm a little little fella. I learned how to write my name and did my numbers. I remember my mom, Doris, she's ironing clothes, and she's teaching me how to, on a piece of paper, to write Charles. Man, I was cool with it, Man, I had it printed real good. Learned all that and built all up to that first day, and then the company would come in, and I'm the the little guy around. Charlie's starting the school this year, you know, coming up. So I heard that, till I was like, man, I built all up. And they got me up and sent me to school, first day, you know, it was pretty cool, did all right. Next morning, the next morning, my wife says, Charlie, get up. It's time to go to school. I said, I, I did that yesterday. I already done that. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> I found out pretty quick, you had to just keep getting up. <laughs> you had every day you get up. And I just a one shot that sometimes living for God. We want to just come in and kind of make a little confession. We kind of want to just come in and kind of like, oh, well, you know, we did that, oh, I got baptized. I did talk, let's do it again. Let's go over this again. Let's shout again. Let's talk in tongues again. Let's pray through again. Let's repent again. that's, That's called putting your foot on it. My title today is simply this, Standing on the Promises. Promises of God. Brother Tenney used to say we sing the song standing on the promises, but some folks is just sitting on the premises. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to stand on the promises. <laughs> Look around, smile at a couple of people. Shake hands with them. You can be seated. Try not to keep you long. Hallelujah. <laughs> Make your mind up. This is what we're going to do. Hallelujah, you may be seated, God bless you I see you smiling You know, listen, listen. let me get off I'm feeling like tangents already I'm just feeling like going off on side roads Not going to make an excuse about it You know, you know, when people smile It comes forth uh, Especially from the inside I feel like a, there can just be a genuine smile and a, and a happiness and a joy That's what God does for it. That comes from there, it's not a surface thing Now, where I came from Y'all know in the deep south being nice and y'all I preach about it here and I say you can't be a Christian unless you smile unless you you know and I don't mean for us to look like a, a toothpaste commercial around here I, that's not what I'm talking about I'm just talking about a true joy that brings out happiness and and, and, and it's contagious but I remember a story about the T.E. Ewing we used to my mom and dad was good friends with with him and they called him Tom Ed Tom Ed Ewing that's Merle Ewing's daddy and I remember uh, when I first got my license back in the 70s, I'd meet in general conference, and we'd stay in hotels out around wherever the conference was being held. And you know, a time or two, Brother Tom Ed Ewing was there, and, and uh, we'd drive to the day services. I rode with him a couple times, and we'd chat because our parents were friends years and years ago. Said so, all that to say this: knew him well, wonderful people, uh, gone on to be with the Lord now. But I remember. Merle telling me a story that we laughed about in fact, I heard him tell it two or three different times and uh that that people were so serious about being friendly and about being nice i know it's it's more so where i 'm from, you know. And of course don't we love this part of the country. We love Maryland and and we're thankful God sent us here and we love the people here. Right. But it's just a little different when you get down to wherever it is down south somewhere where people just started going out of their way to be friendly and nice to you. And uh, so they were serious about it. But the story was that brother TEU and they, he was about this tall, a big guy. Big fella, he wasn't, you know, a great guy, great preacher, great pastor, but you know, just looking at him you wouldn't want to mess with him you know he could lay a hand on you if he decided to he could probably do pretty much uh, quite a bit of harm to you if he wanted and so they say he was Merle said he was his dad was driving down one of those country roads outside of Lake Charles and and it, this is serious this is a true story there's a guy out in the garden guy in, and wasn't in the church but they knew the guy just knew him but they wouldn't he wasn't in the church and and, and everybody waves Everybody's like, you know what? I do it here, brother Larry, and there's people that look at me funny on this road right here. You know what? I, I just do it anyway, brother Ruck. Praise the Lord. How you doing, sir? How you doing? How you doing? They just look at you like what? what? I know that they think I want to sell them something. I'm just being nice. Right. They look at you like, what do you want? Nothing. I'm doing fine. How you doing? But but brother Tom Ed Ewan was driving on that country road. And and the way they, way it sounded, he he turned. And this may have nothing to do with my message, y'all. <laughs> Came around that corner, around that curve. Here's this guy out in his garden, working in the in the garden. Country home, country. Brother, you did like that as he went by. The guy didn't wave. He went on by. Now, take Brother Ewan if he was here to tell this story. He's slow about telling, but you gotta get the got to get the picture right. And the more he drove, the further he went, the madder he got. Now, see, that's being serious about being friendly. That's, that's, I'm being serious about it. <laughs> I'm talking about putting our foot on some things. If we're going to do this thing, let's do it. If we're going to live for God, let's do it. If we're going to be members of church, let's be members of the church. Let's show up when ain't nobody here. And let's come early. And so the matter he got. See, what he did, he just turned around down on that country road. Now, you have to understand how country folks are and how southern folks are. Drove back, all the way back, ever how far it was, a mile or two. Drove back up in that guy's driveway and walked out to him and said, sir, said you see me when I just passed right there? Now again, keep in mind, he was about this tall, big fella. And the guy said, yeah, I, I saw you. He said, did you see me, and he get detailed with it. did you see me when I waved at you when I came by? The guy said, yeah, I saw you wave. He said, well, I'm gonna get back in that car This is how you get your point across like this. He said, I'm going to go back up that road and I'm going to come back by out there. He said, I'm going to wave at you again. (laughs) And you better be waving. (laughs) Hey, the story goes that when he turned that, when he got around that curve, when he popped around the curve, that guy was out there doing this. Hey, listen, anybody can, anybody, there's nobody too dumb. I hate to use words like it. There's nobody too stupid that you can't learn that. You'd be like my old redneck brother. If they don't learn that, they ain't never been slapped just right. But people who just act like that and won't smile, you know what? Here's the problem. Number one, they don't care. You have to care. I do care what my neighbors feel about me and think about me. I do care what you think about me. So I'm going to be nice to you. Listen, the Bible even said to have friends, you must first show yourself friendly. Who gave us the license? Who gave us the right to be rude and ugly to folks? We can't do that, folks. If we're going to be who we claim we are, we're going to have to be nice to people. Now, I don't want to get in a fight with nobody about being friendly. (laughs) that's good teaching though folks listen we ought to be the first ones to open the conversation we ought to be the first one to put our hand out how you doing great to see you today been a while where you been amen call me if you need me this kind of a thing this is just this is what christians do and I'm, I'm not as serious as, as Brother Ewing was about it, but I am serious about it. I hope somebody hears me around here. And I hope that we just, listen, you can't do guests like this, but listen, somebody works Brother Green with us here, we are just not put up with it. You can't be nice. If you can't be the first one to come up, if you can't break the ice, listen, you don't belong on this team. You don't belong in leadership in this church. I'm serious enough to just make sure that I stop people. If I've got anything to say about it, no, they won't be on our team. Well, first off, they're just not friendly. We can't have that here. Amen. We want to make an impression, and it doesn't all have to be spiritual. But, but let me tell you what. The roots of it's spiritual. Why do we have to convince people to do that? Just through that in for somebody. You get nowhere in life if you don't learn how to care about other people. Amen. Amen. But God said every place that, that the sole of your foot shall tread. That have I given unto you. I, he's already done it. He's paid the price for it. Hallelujah. It's just the same promise I gave to Moses. I am giving it to you. Now, Just let's just, just look at this just a little bit. The land of promise was a land of unknowns. Now, they're right there. Amen. They're, they're right there. Amen. It was a place full of questions. What's it going to be like? Well, you know, you know, they were they were on the border already. They, in fact, they'd crossed the border. Amen. Canaan was home to enemies of Israel that they had never faced. They'd never met them before. They didn't know what kind of people it was. But 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 there was no going back. Now that's the key right here. Now if we're going to do this thing, let's do it. The waters of the Jordan had already closed behind them. Hey, we can't go back now. We're we're inside the borders. Of the land that God promised us, listen. This is a type of, of of the Christian always moving into enemy territory. Amen. If you if you give yourself options, and that's what we like, all of us. I like options when I buy ties and shirts and suits. I like options. I just pass on by, especially if the price is too high. We like. That's how we are. We're I like options on food. Now, pretty much, I can eat just about anything. Don't matter. I'm kind of like the little French boy that they, they saw the little French boy carrying a, carrying a hawk, dead hawk. People stopped for direction, asked him, said, what's that, you, what you gonna do with that hawk? He said, I'm thinking to eat that hawk. He said, how does, how does a hawk taste? He said, about like an owl. <laughs> 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 what that means is that they eat just about anything, that's almost the way I am. I don't eat owl or hawk, but I hadn't, hadn't yet. I like food. <laughs> but but i do like choices but see all of that stuff can bleed right over into our spiritual life brother johnson and then we get here and we like options and choices and and if we don't like it here boy there's something down the road there's more somebody with more programs some preacher with a a better personality and and you know uh, something that would just option listen let me tell you about those options if we leave ourselves options guess what when the pressure gets on we'll take one of those options you, listen you have to get yourself to the place where you have no way out that's called commitment I'm here I don't have a choice I've, made, I've taken a stand for Jesus this is who I am this is what I am I belong to this church I'm committed to these elders Amen. I'm committed to this church because if you have an option if you have an out the pressure will get tough enough that you'll take it I'm just telling you. That's why that it's important that you make your mind up now what you're going to do. So let's just ask ourselves the question. What's going to happen when things don't go your way? What's going to happen when I begin to preach and these leaders begin to do things that you don't agree? Listen, you need to have your mind made up now. I'm going I'm to go through the storm. We're going to go through the trouble You know, all hell can break loose in this place. Uh, Listen, if if false doctrine's not being preached and and, and we're not spending all the money and if I don't go out and commit adultery, then you have no right to say anything. Now, if I'm doing those things, you do have a right. But if I don't pick you to sing the special song, then you have no right. right. If I don't pick you to teach the Sunday school class and to testify and lead the service, then that's no right David's own daddy missed it when it come. Good Sunday school this morning. His own daddy thought that one of those seven sons that was passing by, that the prophet Samuel was there to anoint one of them. His own daddy missed it. Oh, got to be one of these. Do you have one more? Do you have anybody? Oh, I got one more. He's just a boy. He's out keeping it. He's not even, he don't even count. His own dad missed it. Jesse thought for sure that one of those stalwart big men that he had, sons there, uh, they could be the king. They looked like a king. They, they had all the qualifications, outwardly at least. But God looks on the heart. So we get it all figured out how it's supposed to be. It's amazing how people come to church. You know what? I remember coming to the church. When I came into the church, I was too ignorant about the things of God. To, I didn't know the questions, much less the answers. So I had no choice but to submit. When I got there, I didn't know anything about God. I knew that I felt something good. I felt something that was it was deep, it was on the inside of me, and it and it brought tears to my eyes and it brought joy to me. And and so I, I just was I was there like a bird with his mouth open. I'm like, feed me. You tell me what to do. So I had no problem with any kind of church standard. I had no see see when we get to the point where we start learning a lot then we learn more than the preacher and we learn more than the elders and we know more. And and so we just didn't, we're like like Jesse, like, oh, that's got to be one of, especially one of my boys. (laughs) There you go. No, that's the wrong one. He'd been around a while. He was the daddy. Listen, I know that staying around does produce a little more wisdom and knowledge. I understand that. Amen. But we can miss the will of the Lord. We still have to submit we still have to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Hallelujah. God still resists remember what He, he resists the proud. We proud and, 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 and we're we proud that we, that we're proud. but God resists that. I don't know God. I don't know. Hallelujah, like one guy meeting the louisiana board years and years ago they back in those days it's still still the board district board will question uh especially a local license new guy come in at times and it's for a good cause and i of course this has been done more than once but i remember you know they had uh you had certain books and materials you have to read now if you go to bible college you get by all that you know they kind of pretty much let you slide but if you don't, you haven't been to Bible college, then you then they got questions for you, doctrinal questions, and and you get you sit on a board with a bunch of those elders. All of them look like antiques to me. You know they've been around. <laughs> they've been around. <laughs> they've been they know some trash. And so here I am, you know, this young guy. You know, you know, I'm nervous already. And we had a guy before me that went in, and and he was more nervous than I was, if that was possible. And so when he got there. He just told them straight out. He said, I'm just like Paul. He said, I know nothing save Jesus and him crucified. <laughs> he just got ahead of, I don't know any of the answers to your questions. There's a good possibility you're going to ask me something that I don't know. But I do know this. I'm a child of the Lord. Amen. I do know this, that I'm not turning back. This I'm not giving myself that option. I am not pampering my flesh and my feelings. This is the work of the Lord. Amen. God was good enough to reach down in sin and save my soul from sin. Amen. Pull me out of the miry pit of clay. You think I'm going back on that? You think I'm going to turn against preachers and disrespect? It was a preacher that was preaching the gospel. Amen. When the Holy Ghost moved and got a hold of my soul, got a hold. It was a preacher, amen, that helped me. It was a preacher that stopped by and visited my family and got my backslidden family back in church. It was a preacher that came by and picked me up and took me to church and took me to little rallies. Amen. Amen, and little district functions, free of charge. I didn't have any money in my pocket. Amen, I couldn't afford gas. Amen, but they would pick me up and take me play. It was a preacher. It was ministry that did it. And so you think I'm going to go against a minister or a preacher? Amen, the scripture's there, Brother Green. Touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Amen, listen, I'm going to get my hands off of that. Remember Yuzah that touched the ark? You know what? Preached about it last night a little bit. Yuza, you I'm listen, everything that I can read about it, Yuza was a good man. And he did what he did with all the good intentions that he had. I don't think that he meant to hurt anybody. Or, he was trying to help, but God said, You don't touch that ark. And the and the ark stumbled. Somebody said, Well, they're sincere. Listen, you stand in the railroad track and you can be sincerely dead in a little while. Well, I didn't know. No, Well, you're sorry. And so people can be sincere and be lost. Sincerely wrong. Good Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, feel the Holy Ghost. Praise God. I feel like this is kind of going right to Somebody. Praise God. I'm going to bless the man of God. I'm going to bless the anointed. Listen, it is not the man of God's place to come to me. Pride says pride says it this way. Well, if he wants to use me, he'll come. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. We got that in reverse again. That's like sick folks. Well, I was sick in the way. No, no, no. Let's go to the scripture. The Bible said, if there's any sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. See, we think people, you think the preacher's supposed to be a mind reader. I know people have been in a hospital for days. day. I didn't know they was in the hospital. Man, so-and-so been sick, dying over there. Well, why didn't somebody call me? That's what the Bible said do, but some folks think you can read their mind. If you don't, you're not spiritual enough. Oh, the Lord's supposed to just talk to them. No, no. And so if you feel a ministry in your spirit and in your heart, you feel like you want to work for God and in the kingdom of God, you've got to come under authority just like the rest of us. You want the blessing? We're, 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 we're talking about standing on the promises of the Lord. There's an order so much, I don't believe in organized release. Everything Jesus did was organized. He organized everything. He built his church. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. And it has to do with apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, for the perfecting of the saints. God's got a set up here and somebody feels like they're just going to just waltz into this thing and, and just kind of move out of the way. It's my turn. God said, listen, when God started, you know, there's an that called brother, brother Mango one time, Mike Mango. Y'all know him. He's Dutch. Evangelist called him and said, God told me to come preach your revival, Brother Mango. said, just as soon as he tells me, then I'll call you. Listen, it's two-way street here. It, 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 listen, I, I do trust people. Sometimes God speaks to folks that I know really well. He didn't tell me, but I, I trust that. Like, well, if God said it, you just go ahead and do it. But then there's folks you don't know because the Bible said know them that labor among you. You ought to know who they are. Listen, I, I, I'm, a, I'm your protector. You think I'm going to turn somebody loose on you that I don't know a little bit about them? And if I did, I'm real close right here. I don't mind just waving a little sign back here and just say, turn that mute button right over there. <laughs> Listen, we've been doing this too long, folks, To so let somebody come in and just do what they want to do. Somebody showed up here, and boy, their spirit was horrible here a, a couple years back. It wanted to take over here, just wanted to take over. Went to talking in tongues right over here. I said, you're dismissed, and it was right toward the end of the service. Dismissed, Turn that off, and we had a house full that day in crowd just kind of oh, old. she got to talking in tongues ah, i knew it was all about her it wasn't about god it wasn't about us it was about let me show y'all how spiritual i am i said we ain't having none of that here god bless you folks i love every one of you you have a wonderful day today you're dismissed in jesus name and i don't know for, for that day for some reason it was extra loud people got to yelling. people hey you know you know they just rounded her out over here that's exactly what I wanted. You know why? Because people have to come under the authority. She, she was under nobody's authority. She was the boss. Her and God had this direct hotline. Amen. God was telling her everything. He probably told her when to eat and when to go to the bathroom and when to turn the lights on. And That's hogwash. <laughs> we don't need none of that here. So I'm your protector. And let me tell you what. And I have no right to turn people loose on you. That won't treat you right and tell you right. I can get on to you a little bit. I earned it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, God. We got some promises that we're standing on. And we ain't moving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, we're going to be user friendly just a little bit. think you ought to be. But we're not changing a bunch of stuff. We're going to be nice and tell the truth. We're going to be nice and preach the word of the Lord. We're going to smile and be friendly, but we ain't changed. We we have no license to change the doctrine. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Praise God. Let me do one other thing here. It's time for me to quit. Sister Melissa told me I preached a long time last night. She was there. (laughs) I'm going to the end, y'all. I'm going to the end. Praise God. Let's stand. Praise God. Y'all are awesome. Bible tells us that in the last days, Jesus said this, that many will be offended in me. So I, I know. So what are you going to do when you get offended? Change churches? Bad at the preacher? What, uh, but Jesus said there will be people like that around. Last days, many will be offended. But, you know, the, the psalmist back in Psalms said, Blessed are they that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Amen. So when you get offended, you're doing wrong. Now, let me tell you, listen, I've, I've been, you know, it, it, some things hit and it kind of smarts. So that's a sign that we're human. So, so that'll happen. It happens to all of us. But, but when, you, when you just don't rebuke that and don't get that out of there, when you carry that around a while, that's when the harm and the damage is done. Hallelujah. But you see, the very thought of the land of promise, it overshadows and it overpowers all the negative, all the pain, all the hardships that we will go through. We, 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 we're going to do it. Scripture tells us that I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, Neither has, this is the part that overpowers the stuff that's not right. right neither has it entered the heart of man in other words what this scripture tells me you can't imagine right. how wonderful this place that God's going to prepare is for us you. You, 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 you can't fantasize enough right. about how beautiful you, you can't fathom it that's what we have to do amen so, so, so why, don't, why don't we let that power, the power of heaven, the power of the land that flows with milk and honey, that's the type of that. The good land, the houses. God said you're going to live in houses that you didn't build. You're going to drink from wells of water that you didn't dig. Eat from vineyards. The grapes, you didn't plant them. Somebody else did that. I'm gonna do that for you. Right. Now, here's the bad part. or here's the negative part. But there's giants in the land. In that good land, that that's a type of it, living in a Holy Ghost life. That's not heaven because heaven doesn't have, you know, enemies. Okay. Once we get there, it'll. Be all, but 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 once you get into God's kingdom, which is not meat and drink, but peace, righteousness, joy in the Holy Ghost. There's some giants. There's some cities that God said we want you to claim that they got walls around them. There's some enemies you're going to have to fight. But but what you have to do is think about milk and honey. See, some some of us, some folks, can only think about the negative. Well, you know, they did me wrong. They did me. They didn't do right in that way. Well, who are you to judge? I, we all have opinions. I understand that. But we have to get off of what we think is right or wrong about a situation. And we have to get our mind on the good things that God's gone away to prepare for them that love him. Didn't Paul say, I fought a good fight. That's what he told Timothy. I fought a good fight. Well, I kept the faith. Faith's going to keep you through this. Keep your feet solid on the ground. That's what we need here. And you know what? We can have revival right in the midst of any kind of turmoil. As I've preached this before. I've preached this before, but some folks are waiting on everything to get leveled out. It ain't never happened like that. When it ain't going to happen. If you have revival, you'll have it right in your situation. If you pray through, you'll go ahead. There's folks right now that don't come to church because they're waiting on to get everything lined up. Guess I hate to tell them this. They'll die lost They'll die with their life all messed up. You just have to come like you are. You bring your your baggage. You bring your sins. You bring everything you got and do just like some of us did here today. Just come kneel. If ain't nobody else in the altar, just come kneel in the altar. Just pray a while and say, God, I'm just bringing all this stuff back to you. I'll be glad when you decide to take it away. He may never take it away. It may be when, when the rapture, when the, when the trumpet sounds before we get rid of some of these. I don't know. Amen. But I do know this. I've got my foot on, on the rock. I've got my mind made up. This is where I'm going to be. I'm going to wear this carpet out. I'm going to just make another trip to the altar. I'll bring all the junk down here and give it to God again. But I'm not quitting. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm feeling like preaching right now. Right. Amen. Get our eyes off of the negative, off of the bad, off of the, and get it on the good. Amen. Good things are, to. I choose yes. to talk about that. Right. Hallelujah. Stand on the promises. Yeah. Praise God, I'm quitting. I got more stuff, but I'm going to quit. No, let me do this one thing. Sorry. I've had to stand. Y'all see, say y'all know how it is now. <laughs> in 1st King the 17th chapter and I will stop on this if you would read that verses 8 all through 24 but I'll sum it up there was a famine in Zarephath when Elisha arrived he asked the widow what she was doing she said I'm picking up sticks I'm going to build a fire and I just got enough she was, in fact she was one of the prophet's uh, wives that was dead she was a widow. I'm picking up these sticks, got enough to build a fire here, and I got enough meal in the barrel and enough oil in the cruise to bake a cake for me and one for my, for my, for my son. We're going to eat that. It was a famine. We're going to eat that, and then we're going to die. Boy, what a, what a bright future she had. We're going to eat that. That's it. That's all. And you know what the prophet said? He said, make me a cake first. I'm going to be straightforward here right now. Straight, straight. Some of y'all hadn't learned that yet. Oh, you need something? No, I'm okay. You need more money? No, I'm okay. But we still need to learn that. The audacity of a preacher. Here's a famine going on. And he's telling this widow woman that had nothing but just enough meal and oil to make a cake for her that was it he said make me one first let me say it again some of y'all ain't learned that yet if we want to pay for this building and buy this property we want to start a private school or christian school here This this thing can happen we get a few we get a handful of folks that say you know what we're going to do the work of god first I put my brother Rich was standing here a while ago, and I put my I, I didn't have enough money. I somehow spent my money this week, and I and I didn't have any cash. But I, I just now we pay ties, but I, I put a $20 bill in here as an offering just out of my pocket. And so I, I went and took a little money, Melissa, out of that little offering that I got last night. I ran over to the house afterwards and got me a 20, a 10 and two fives and stuck that in my wallet. And I said, I'm just not going to let that. You know, I'm going to give my offering. Why? Because that's important. All right. And I told Brother Rich, I said, I, and Brother Green, I put that, I said, boy, it's getting low, but I'm getting that 20 in there. And the reason for that is that the flow of the blessing, All right. Come on. I want it to keep flowing. Now, I cannot give that 20 and just shove it on down in my pocket I got a few things I need to buy for, with that, and I could, several things, brother David Harry, I could just do that, but, but listen, when I stop giving that, guess what, the pipe stops up. Some of y'all ain't figured that out yet. Oh, I'm just going to, yeah, how much blessing do you want? What do you want God to do in your life? And when he starts, I'm preaching this to you, when you start getting blessed, then this church starts getting blessed. Not trying to take care of your business, but I'm just telling us we need to put our foot on some things. Right. Listen, we need finances and it's kind of tough right now. Uh, we, I understand that. It's kind of tight for some of us, most of us right now. In fact, as far as I know, there ain't nobody in this church Ridge. This is the testing time. And so it's easy to hold back. It's easy to say, well, I'm gonna take care of me. No, listen, if we would take care of God's business, if we'll make it a priority, God, I, I'm, I'm doing this. I don't care if if hell freezes over, if it hair lips the devil. This is, I'm going to make, I'm going to plan. I'm, not, I'm never going to go to church. I'm just not. I'm going to go to church and, oh, it's offering time. And start like, no, no, here's how you do this, folks. You plan that week before church. Well, who are we gonna? And talk to your wife about it and your husband. What, what we got Well, we gotta set us. We gotta pair ties. That's how you do that. Don't you get to church? Oh, it's offering time, and then just get what's left. You know what's? You know what? That's what's gonna happen when the blessings start being poured out. God just might give you what's left after Brother Rich or Brother Ruck or somebody over here gets the the, the main blessing, and you might get a little run over blessing because that's what you gave God whatever was left. Does That make sense. Let's do this on purpose. Let's get our intentions on giving and helping and working in the great kingdom of God. Amen. And then God will bless us on purpose. Try me, saith the Lord. That wasn't in my notes. See if I won't pour out a blessing on you. You think? You know what? We get a little idea about how God feels about faith or a lack of it. When the spies went in and said, there's giants in land, we can't do the, you know. You know what God called it? He said, an evil heart of unbelief. Get a little idea about how God feels about people who doubt. Oh, I don't know. I don't, God calls it evil. Oh, no, I'm not evil. You doubt God would bless you with what he said he would do. You doubt God would take care of you. You doubt God would open up doors for you and blessings. Listen, when I put that, when I put that money in there, yeah, I can't wait. I don't know what God's going to open up next. That's how you do it. Trying to help some of y'all. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Everybody smile I'm preach about that smile a little bit I'm gonna come back I'm gonna come back oh, by here and I'm gonna be waving like it <laughs> to <touch> the Lord. <laughs> When I'm reaching up
1: he's reaching down He's the best friend
0: I've ever found oh, there, there ain't, ain't nothing, nothing like, like being able to touch the Lord yeah, there ain't nothing like being able to touch the Lord. Oh, when Hallelujah. you need a touch, there ain't nothing like being able to touch the Lord. Oh, well, I'm reaching up, he's reaching down, he's the best friend I've ever found.
1: There ain't nothing like being
0: able to touch the Lord. Six o'clock tonight. We're doing a fill-in uh, repeat class. Uh, it's on prayer, lesson number seven, I think. If you did not get that lesson, show up for the fellowship. We'll talk about prayer. Amen. That's part of it. You if you're ever going to be in leadership here, that's part of that. you got to have that. Amen. If you have been through it, it wouldn't hurt you to go through it again. A good lesson. I'm having a good time. Amen. Back there at 6 o'clock tonight. God bless you. Shake hands. Smile. Amen. Dismissed. Call some people who didn't show up. Amen. Ask them where they've been, where they at. Hallelujah. What's that mean? At the beach. Oh, yeah.